I think everyone who does this on Instagram, your biggest pain point is like, I need to do more. It's an endless more, by the way. There's no like, oh, where's it enough? I don't know. There's no fixed number. Like, oh, you do two is enough, three enough. Instagram is a black hole that will suck your soul from you if you let it to. So you just have to have your own realistic expectations, what you can handle and be okay with that. You can't do two reels a day and keep that going for years on end. It just eventually crashes and burns unless you hire a team and then they become, that's their sole job versus you running, a, being a lash artist and not a full-time reel producer. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for like McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, Andre, show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, they panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is Lashcast, your friend in the lash industry. Coming to you from the City Roses, this is a broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Today, we are excited to have Megan and Kelly from Luxful Marketing join us in the Lashcast studio. Not live, they're virtual, but that said, it's a studio. We'll just say the virtual studio. How about that? Now, who are Megan and Kelly? Well, they do our social media, guys. If you follow us in any way, they create our, Megan's the one behind the reels. A lot of people think she's our daughter. You'll find out later if she is or is not. And Kelly is the one who does our story. She creates all the interactive stuff and talks to you guys. And so we really love working with them. Been working with them for almost a year. We met Megan actually last year at LashCon or brought her on to help us LashCon. Love what she did so much that we hired her to help us basically manage and deal with us and she has her partner Kelly she works with and together they make up this power team and it's been wonderful working with them and today you're going to hear a little bit about their story and they're going to share some tips and tricks and things you can do in your social media and give you some guidance there since that's what they do all the time and so hopefully this will be a very helpful episode for those of you who want to have more impact in your social media all right guys now guess what time it is it's time for announcements And today we have just a few. LashCon is here. It's really climbing up fast. So we still might have some tickets for you if you want to come live. So it's $8.97 for those of you. Unless the, uh, this might come out actually right after price increase. Well, it's still worth it. <laughs> all right. $8.97, $9.97. What's 100 bucks at this point? It's all worth it. You will get the swag bag alone is worth, I think, about 1000 bucks. So you're, you're just paying for your swag bag. And then you get all the content, the parties and connections and the fun. So super, super valuable no matter what you do. You should come. 
You just stop whatever you're doing and cancel those plans, cancel that wedding, cancel that um, baptism, whatever you're doing in your life, and come to LashCon. And then go back to your regular life afterwards. I promise you will be a better person for that. Also, we have – what else do we have going on? Oh, we have the virtual ticket. If you can't make it for any reason, at least buy the virtual ticket. It's under 300 bucks, and you can definitely come and at least watch virtually. You have two months to watch all the content, even if you can't watch it that weekend live. Um, Tustin has her Lash Retention Styling course coming up November 19th, 20th in Boston, and then December 3rd and 4th in Los Angeles. So East Coast, West Coast, we got you covered. One coast to the other, come and hang out. We have a handful of tickets from both those classes. We'd love to see you, and we will change your game. Actually, Tuss will. I won't. I'll just, I'm just there for moral support. And But you will change your last game, and you will get that retention you've been aiming for for three, four weeks, maybe even five. All right, and what else we got going? Last Cast Insider Club, what's that? Well, that's how you get all the inside scoop on what's going on with us. If you want discount codes, you want to know before anyone else when tickets go on sale, Join the Lashcast Insider Club. I promise you, you will get first dibs on everything. And it's a way to get to, yeah. And also, when we do our coaching program, you'll be first in on that, too. And that's, yes, guys, that is coming. We've talked about forever. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's finally, I think it's going to be reality. <laughs> it's not just in my brain anymore. All right, and that's it. That's all the announcements we have for you today. Now let's get into where we sit down with Megan and Kelly and talk about social media. Hey guys, we are here in the Lashcast studios, excited as always, because we have two people we work closely with with us today. We're really excited to have Megan and Kelly from Luxful Marketing with us. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi, thank you. So excited to be here. Yes, thank you so much. I'm excited because we get to peel back the curtain a little bit and share the people behind our talented marketing team. Yeah, I mean, Kelly, actually, well, Megan... I met last year just prior to LashCon. Like we were looking for someone who can help us with our social media. And so we were looking and talking to people. And then I think I don't if who I don't know if it was Mary recommended you or if yeah, someone it was else Mary. was it Mary? Yeah. It was Mary. Someone said, Oh, you should uh, check out Megan. And for Megan, those in yeah. the know, the Mary that we're talking yeah. about is the lovely Mary Harcourt, the creator of the Cosmo Glow Light. Yes. And she was willing to share. So if any of you have ever been on our Instagram page, the talent behind the page, the design is is all these two here. Yeah, Megan and Kelly both do it. Megan, and they, they have different roles, and we'll probably get into that a little bit later. So anyhow, guys, having you come on, we want to talk about social media. And that's something we don't talk a lot about, actually, on our podcast, other than me bashing it, usually. <laughs> and that's more because my biggest fear, or one of my biggest pain points I see lash artists dealing with is the whole feeling they need to keep up with the Joneses, or feeling inadequate because I see someone with a Lambo or something like that on their page and, and shaming them because they don't have one yet right or, or trying to be aspirational so they feel bad like they feel bad about themselves so that's why i always kind of sometimes poo poo it but really instagram and social media is an amazing tool when used effectively that can really uplift encourage and help people and so we want to focus on that today i don't want to focus on the negative so before we get started why don't you we first get a little introduction about you guys who you are and maybe how you fell into or found or dreamed about working in social media yeah for sure so i was actually involved in social media, honestly, since the beginning of my time, I'm only 19 years old. I kind of grew up in that era when social media started to take off. 
And freshman year of my high school, I started running the social media accounts for some organizations like the theater program. And I ran it for some community service groups. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't until COVID hit in my junior year of high school that I realized that this could actually become a career. I didn't know that people could make money doing this at all. So I kind of experienced that same COVID pivot that a lot of people experienced. And I started introducing myself to some courses and Kelly was kind of going through the same thing. So I decided to bring her along for the ride. Did you both go to school together? No. So we grew up together originally. We've been best friends since first grade and then I moved and we kind of just stayed in touch ever since. But I didn't really want to go to college. I kept having like balancing career paths, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. So I decided I don't want to go to college. I'm going to go to beauty school. I wanted to focus on primarily hair and there was just like red flags that kept popping up with it. And I just realized it wasn't the right fit for me. It wasn't perfect, but still absolutely admire the industry, love the industry. Just amazing the talent people have with that and whatnot. And being able to implement that in our business, since we do target the health and beauty industry, that's just amazing. Fell in love with it. And ever since Megan kind of put me on to that, we just started really taking courses, really studying it, watching videos, building up our knowledge, building up our portfolio on our Instagram and everything like that since last June of 21, I would say. And then just really showing people how we understand it. We know what we're talking about. And then we got our LLC in the new year. And of course, that is when we started working with you. That became official and we've been stuck ever since. Okay. I have two questions just to go back into your history. The first question is, where did you both grow up? And the second question, Kelly, I'm so uh, curious to hear. You said there were red flags with the the cosmetology program. I would just (laughs) love to know what your red flags were. (laughs) So we both grew up in a small town called Bastrop, Texas. It's right outside of Austin, Texas, just about an hour or so. After first grade, Kelly moved to San Antonio. And yeah, we just stayed connected ever since then. Okay, so since it's close to Austin, was it kind of weird too? Because, you know, they say keep Austin weird, right? Or did it, was it not weird? Well, they grew up with it. It's probably normal to them. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't weird. It was a very quiet town, I would say. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then just moving to San Antonio was a complete culture shock because I'm going from a small town to like a huge city. And every time I go visit her, I'm like, oh my gosh, it really is just so small. And I can say Austin is definitely weirder than like San Antonio. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. It is a super cool city. I I love it. It's so pretty there. Mm -hmm. But yes, it definitely is weird. (laughs) All right. And then what are the res- those red yeah, flags? Yeah, what are the red flags? You know, you have to work with people. No, it's kidding. <laughs> as far as the red flags, when I initially joined, the first one wasn't a red flag. It was just the hours that I was going to be in school wouldn't work with me being able to work a job. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I like to work. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll do the part time. And then just the instructors were like pushing it so much. And like, they're just super pushy when it comes to beauty school. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to focus on hair and it did have a lot of other aspects in the course that I wouldn't typically use. So I wanted to go for hair. And when I was telling them my doubts, I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. I'm unsure. They were like almost pushing it like 
tell us your decision now because we want to get you enrolled. Like we want your money. It's a hard sell. I hate the hard sell. Yes. So I ended up not doing it because of that. And they called me one day. One lady still thought I was enrolled and she was so nice on the phone. And as soon as I told her, actually, I'm not pursuing this anymore. I'm going a different route in my life. She's like, okay, like just got extremely rude, completely switched up. (laughs) And she was like, have a good day. Hung up on me. Wow. All right. Yeah. So like, okay. You're not part like, of the tribe. Why deal with you? You don't even deserve courtesy. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to find out, or at least let people know, because obviously we, you work with us. And so maybe we just, we'll, we'll get more into details of what you do as a service, as a company. But I thought real quickly, kind of tell people, how do you help Lashcast? What are you guys doing with us? Because obviously I'm not the one doing TikTok reels or reels at all, <laughs> uh, unless I dress up in, in drag, but that's not me. So uh, maybe you guys can explain a little bit about your guys behind the scenes, what you guys are doing, or actually on stage, like Megan, you are often on, on our page. For sure. So we do a few things for Lashcast. Whenever we start off with a new client, we like to start off with hashtag research and kind of learning the brand and tools that we can bring into a social media once we start running it. I mostly focus on Reels and Kelly focuses on the stories aspect of it. Within Reels, I do like the idea generation for what types of videos we want to do. I do the video outline. I film some of them. Some of them are just reposts from what you guys create as an audience. I also work on editing and doing the copyright. And if you want to get reposted on Lashcast's page, I would highly recommend creating some reels because I love seeing the content that you guys create. A lot of it is really, really great and nice to share that education, that what you guys learned from Lashcast and share that on the page. But with creating reels, I try literally everything. I'm constantly doing testing all the time with how much the Instagram algorithm has been changing lately. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but Instagram's <laughs> had a few breakdowns in these recent months after getting called out by Kylie Jenner. Yeah. So it's really just about testing everything and seeing what sticks and trying to find the hot topics. Some hot topics that we like to cover with Lashcast are washing lashes in 24 hours, how oil affects the retention and firing clients that don't wash their lashes. So those are some of the main topics that we touch on. Yeah, and we have a laundry list of things, and that will continue to evolve and grow. But yeah, I mean, we help to do that. And they do a great job of creating. I love the reels, yeah. Yeah, and I just want to let everyone know that Megan is the face of Alaska. I mean, she does. she's the one that's doing these cute little videos. It's her beautiful face. Yeah, yeah, that's who you get to see. Uh, That's not Tuss, again, (laughs) trying to look like she's 30 years or 20. About ten years, five years younger. Uh, you you are <laughs> treading dangerous. Like, I'm like really, giving you like the side eye. Here. I know about that. I'm going to hear about that after the <laughs> talk is over. And then Kelly, what's your part? Yeah. So since I am on the stories, typically I will go in research story ideas. I can do pull it from podcasts specifically too as well. That helps a lot. There's always good information in podcasts, of course. And I organize it in a program called Monday. It's literally the best. Um, You can organize it by subcategories. You can put dates. So if I posted a score, I can bet, okay, I did it on this date. So I know when I last used it and whatnot. And then, of course, I focus on weekly subjects, such as like podcasts and everything like that. Announcing podcasts, announcing big events like Tessa's course, of course, and LashCon and everything like that. And then really just understanding when to switch up with stories. For example, If somebody is getting burnt out on polls, I don't want somebody to be bored. I want everyone to be able to be engaged. So I'll switch it up and do quizzes or 
questions or the little slider and whatnot. And then really just having the percentage in it. So a 60-40 percentage almost. So you get a little bit of a mix of business and personal in one. So for example, if I did 10 stories a day, I would do like six business, four personal, just so you can get to know the audience. It's always nice to learn about people and whatnot. What's, when you say personal, what does that, do you mean ask them questions or engagement that helps them share about their life, I guess? Right. So even just as simple as, do you prefer the beach over the mountain or what's your favorite food? What's your favorite drink? What's the show you're watching right now? Which, by the way, I really like it. I mean, I hopefully we're not destroying people's dreams. Like, oh, wait, Paul's not creating all these surveys. No, I am not. And I'm thankful that I'm not because I don't have the time for that. But I still love that we do it. And I know Kelly has really been great at just coming up with new ideas, new engagement, new things to ask you guys. And I feel like I've gotten so much feedback over the last year to really better understand our audience and what you guys, where you're at, and also find out how similar you are to us. I feel like we're all really in the same tribe. So it's been really encouraging. I love the questions because it's like a pulse. Also just the act of answering one of those questions, it's like saying, hey, I'm part of the tribe. And it's a dialogue, even if it's just a small little answering a question. So Exactly. That's why I also like to keep it, if something is getting burnt out, I like to switch it. Or even if like it's like 50-50, if like half answer the question and half answer the polls, I'll make sure to incorporate both because I want everyone to feel a part of it. And I want everyone to answer and be like, okay, awesome. Like I have something to talk about. And it's just an awesome experience. And I think this is a key for our listeners is like reels as a great way to find new people. But stories where you go deep with your own tribe. You're not going to find a lot of new people through your reels, but that's where you can add value and that's where you can get engagement and find out what your tribe wants or what they're interested in, ask questions, go deeper, and so forth. What I love what Kelly will do is after she'll ask a post or put a question asking on a topic, like she asked coffee the other day and then say, hey, you can do it. And it took me a day and I finally made a comment last night about coffee. And it was just like, okay, let's ask people a question, get their feedback, and then Tuss or I will come on on certain topics and we'll share our perspective on what to do or how what we think is the best practice. And so that's kind of the way we tag team. So she's always driving the ship and helping come up with new things. She's looking at our content and finding questions or things to think about. And then we go on and respond to that. And it makes it really easy because I don't have to sit around all day and go, what are we going to talk about? I like Kelly worry about that. I just decided I want to be part of these meetings too because I really realize I'm missing out. I'm totally missing out on this amazing part of our business. Wow. Yeah. You've been gone yeah, for so eight, no, eight months. You guys and now, are, now Tuss is on board. Yeah, I'm on board now. <laughs> we'll see. You. We miss you, Tuss. We yeah. need to get you back on the page. Yes. Yes. yes absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, hopefully that's our biggest weakness, which I think everyone who does this on Instagram, your biggest pain point is like, I need to do more. And it's an endless more, by the way. There's no like, oh, where's it enough? I no, I don't know. That number, there's no fixed number. Like, oh, you do two is enough, three enough. It's it, never enough. No, it's never enough. Instagram is a black hole that will suck your soul from you if you let it to. So you just have to have your own realistic expectations of what you can handle and be okay with that. And just say, no, I can do one or two every two, three days. People out there say you have to do one or two reels a day. And amazingly, some of those people who were doing that for a year or two all of a sudden disappear for two months off Instagram. I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> you can't do two reels a day and keep that going for years on end. It just 
it eventually crashes and burn unless you hire a team and then they become, that's their sole job versus you running, a, being a lash artist and not a full-time real producer. That's not um, really feasible. Right. You'll get burnt out as just one person trying to keep up with that all the time. Exactly. So, all right, well, let's get into the biggest question of the day, which I think this might be shocking to some people and disturbing to others. And that is, Megan, everyone wants to know, are you our daughter? <laughs> no, sadly, I'm sorry to disappoint. I am not Paul's daughter. I have my own loving family here in Texas. Yes. But yeah. Nope. Sorry to disappoint. Yeah, it's okay. No, the a funny lot of- question is that people think, oh my gosh, that's your daughter. Your daughter is so you know. cute that she's helping you with your business now. And I'm like, no, our daughter, <laughs> we asked and she said no. <laughs> so we had to hire her out. No, basically, actually, our daughter doesn't really like to do any reels or TikTok, that type of stuff. She's an artist herself, but she likes to draw and use computers that make stuff. But I think every time we go to any gathering, people at some point, someone will pull me aside and say, I think it's wonderful you're keeping it in the family. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So, but anyhow, thank you, Megan, for clarifying that, making sure everyone knows. And maybe I'm still sure someone new to us will still think that. But anyhow, it's an honor that the thing that, you know, it, at least- It is an honor. Yeah. It actually also <laughs> reminds me of this other story. I'm going to divert here and tell a little silly story. Our oldest son, Josh, he came into the salon one time and this was one of our receptionists asked. So she says, oh, she was really nervous. She says, oh, so are you their son or daughter? <laughs> I mean, he's a very masculine looking yeah. guy. And he's like, yeah, no, I, I'm the son. <laughs> <laughs> so and, and she just got tongue tied, poor yeah. thing. And so I, one of those questions you ask, you go, why did I ask that? Why That's did I stupid. ask that dumb question? So obvious. anyway, I just thought it, I thought I'd share that moment with all of you guys. Yeah. All right. One of the things I was hoping with this session that we're going to get into like what you guys do and give some tips about. Instagram and social media marketing, because it's not just even social media, it's really marketing. I mean, social media is a tool in the marketing camp. So we'll get into that a little bit later. But I also know that there are a lot of people currently in our industry, and now I don't know about a lot, but I know some have swapped out lashing and it becomes social media creators, managers, whatever title you want to put on there. And it's been exciting to find this world of social media. And so what I want to do is maybe talk a little bit about those right now who are listening, who are maybe thinking, you know what, I've been enjoying lashing, but I actually really love social media. And maybe this can be an episode where we can encourage them to at least maybe explore a little bit more deeply and more thoroughly about what it is. No, I just say branch off, you know, just because you're doing Doing lashes doesn't mean you have to like go into a completely different career. If something interests you in the world, you can just kind of double down on that. Yeah. So first off, I was wondering like, what kind of skills does someone need to do what you guys do? I mean, I know a lot of people go, oh, you just need to have a camera and that's it. But I mean, there's probably a little bit more to that. And I want to make some things that you guys thought either I have to develop these skills or I have these skills that help me do my job. One thing that I would say is the biggest one is just creativity because the back end of social media is very different than the front ends. You're not consuming any content. You are only creating. So creativity is a super big one as far as gathering ideas and trying to be the trendsetter rather than following all the other trends. Yeah, that's true. What kind of tools do you need on the back end to help you be creative? Or do you have any tools that you use to help you to be creative? I'm going to bounce off of Megan with the creativity. Again, bouncing back to Monday, like that's a great way to organize it. Mm -hmm. Is that a to-do list? What's Monday exactly? 
Yes. So Monday, you can make it a to-do list. You can make like subcategories, like to-do list, your goals, just like a bunch of sub points that you want. And you can have like a bunch of different boards. It is free to an extent. It come, You have to purchase it if you run out of storage, but it holds so much storage. It's a great resource to organize all of that content and putting ideas down and like bouncing off of other ideas to make new ideas. And it's just like really sitting down. I would say your skill is really sitting down and knocking that all out at once because batching is literally the key to everything. So Monday is an app. Yeah, yes. it's, it's called monday.com. It's a software. Bouncing off of what Kelly said, it's a great place to like store real ideas too. So if you find yourself scrolling the For You page and you see a content idea that you really like, what we'll do is we'll grab the link, we'll go store it in Monday, and we'll come back to it when we're ready to film everything. Oh, okay. So you're on your phone and you, you see an Instagram reel that you like. Do you grab the link from Instagram there or do you go on your computer and use, the, I guess, a link that way? They have an app too. I prefer the computer though, so I use my computer for it. But yeah, you just grab the link from Instagram on whatever video it is, and then you just go into monday.com, log in there, and then you just like paste the link and you can come back to it whenever. Is it the same if you want to save a audio? There's not a way to just save the audio itself. So I'll save a video that's like has the audio in it. Okay, yeah. okay. So it's like connected. And that way you remember you like that audio if the video was irrelevant to you. Right. right. And then with attaching the link, you can, of course, put the idea for it and you can communicate with your team through it. So me and Megan, of course, are on a team on Monday. So if I can't text her for whatever reason or we just want to communicate through Monday, I can be like, hey, take a look at this, blase, blase. And she can edit that as well and update and communicate through that. You can mark your progress. You can do it. If it's done, if it's super important and it needs to be next in progress, if you're stuck, so your team member knows, and it's a really great tool. And I think Trello is kind of similar. I know I've used Trello before. It sounds like you can probably a similar tool that's free also, and then you can buy the yes. upgrade once you have it. And you, you have the ability to create folders and projects and what stages are in and, and save your favorite stuff and all that and there. So yeah. I think, I don't know if you guys have used Trello, but it sounds very similar kind of idea. Right. It is very similar. I think we prefer monday.com just because it's a little bit more visually friendly. Like okay. it's very, I'm a very visual learner. And so if I can see everything laid out, it's a lot easier. So that's why we like to use it. It's because it's more visual platform. Funny enough, I bought through a coaching program a few years ago, told me to use Monday and I went ahead and I shouldn't have bought it. I should have just used a free one first, but I bought it and then never used it. <laughs> so I, I never got to try it. Then I got the Trello last year, but I, I'll have to look at Monday again because if it's more visual, that, that sounds great. Now compared to Slack, right? Slack is another great tool for organization, but that's more about communication in-house, right? As opposed to this sounds like this is really a project manager that has almost creates a to-do list for you, correct? Right. Yeah. It's, it's very project manager based and you can have your entire team in it. It's literally customizable to the T like everything you get to choose what you want to build it. Cool. Exactly. So aside from creativity, what other things do you feel like people need that, that would be helpful at least getting started or areas where they would need to go grow and, and develop some skills? It helps if you're extroverted. I mean, I used to be a very introverted person. I used high school theater as a way to make myself extroverted. So if you can just find things that are that can help you kind of learn to break out of your shell, that's a really important one as well. Yeah, because you have to be okay, be on camera, possibly. I mean, not all companies want 
to hire someone to be their like a brand ambassador, kind of like for you, for us, you right. kind of represent us a lot because it's well, our page has many different other people contributing. You're the consistent face. <laughs> you and Mo, I should right. say, Mo is our other person from <laughs> Lash Lava who tends to be on our page a lot. But that said, you have to be comfortable with that. And if you don't like media or don't like being on camera, probably a good sign that this maybe isn't the best world for you. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, well, you could also do the back end if you just want to do the editing videos, if you just want to do the organization. So you don't have to be extroverted. It's just really if you want to be the face of yeah. something. But there is roles for the introverted community as well, because I'm definitely both. <laughs> <laughs> Now, aside from Monday, do you have any other tools that you guys like to use that are your favorites to getting reels or scheduling or organizing your work? Really for like posting for us as well, we use plan. So it auto publishes and everything. You can create your story ideas in there as well. But since we do use Monday, I, I don't do that. I love that because I don't even have to think about like, oh, I have to post today at like 12 p.m. Mm -hmm. Like it just posts, it auto publishes. It's amazing. It does not really do it with reels too, too good. So it kind of lacks in that department. But other than that, it is a incredible. Yeah. They just introduced it to reels. Instagram just opened up third party reels. So it's very new to any platform at this point. But right. I'm assuming in the future they'll get better at it. Cool. And as far as editing, do you guys just edit using the Instagram? tool or do you have any other tools that you'd like to use to help you make your reels? Instagram suggests to use their platform. So it counts as a more organic video, but their platform crashes a lot as I've noticed. And I'm sure other people have noticed it as well. So I definitely prefer a program called Wondershare Filmora. It's a very long, very strange name, but wow, yeah, that's what I like to use. And then there's also one for IMAX. I forget what it's called. How do you spell Filmora? Film and then M-O-R-A? Mora? Yes, that's the one I use. It's because I have a Windows computer. Oh, so that one okay. And you're yeah. saying for Mac, there's another software that's good? There is. It's very popular. It's one that everybody uses. The name is not coming to me right now. Have you ever tried Video Leap? I haven't tried that. Okay. That's one I tried that I like. It's it just They already have all the pre-made templates and you just literally upload all your stuff and just drops it all in. Yeah. I use a pretty advanced platform. There's also Adobe platform that's also advanced, but if you are a beginner and you're just looking for something simple, maybe even like iMovie is very simple. If you're just yeah. looking for something basic. I guess the right. hard part is trying to match your reels with the music. If you're doing that type of reel, a lot of reels are just people lip syncing, right. but if you're trying to match it where you're doing, you know, where it has a beat and you wanted to cut on everything, I'm going to guess exactly. that that's going to be much more difficult on iMovie or anything, right? Because you're you're going to have to sit there and try to keep tweaking it. Do you have any tricks or anything? I know for us, what we do, we don't create anything like that. I'll do that because I'll just throw the video, leave and take five minutes to make a reel and throw it online, promote mm -hmm. like LashCon. But for you, I, I know, I don't know if that's the type of stuff you guys have been doing at all on, with other people or yourselves just kind of learning. Yeah. Yeah. I do that as well. It's kind of just a skill you have to learn. Like you just have to figure out which platform you want to use. So for me, I'll look up a Wondershare Filmora editing tutorial and that's just, you just kind of have to learn the skill and what tools they provide to you in order to do certain things like that. Do you guys have any places that you go to learn? I mean, or are you just pretty much self-taught or like you just go on Google type in, I need to learn how to do this. And then you figure it out. The programs will give you tutorials themselves, or if they happen to not, it's as simple as a quick YouTube video search, and you can learn right from there. That's cool. The beauty of today is 
you know, like well, Kelly didn't want to go to college, but you really are going to college. You're just going to go to college while on the job. You're going to go to Google you and you're just going to don't know how to do something all the time. I figure it out. Yeah. You just figure it out. And that's what the beauty of this job is. And the more you are hungry for that and decide you really want that to be your thing, the more time you need to spend learning and growing yourself. How much do you guys, I mean, this, you'll say none and I'll feel stupid for asking, but do you have a certain amount every week or every month? I want to spend some time learning more about marketing, more about social media, more about how to use these tools. Yeah. So I know me and Megan both, we kind of do it separately just because our schedules are always crazy busy. We typically just watch videos on YouTube. It's like quick tips, super easy, learning new things, especially because the algorithm just crazy all the time. Yeah. But me and Megan kind of toggle between that. We also invest in courses. Like we're always looking for the next best course to buy for ourselves. Like we recently just invested in a Facebook advertising course and now we're implementing that as a new service. So we're always looking for more things like that. Do you have any favorite YouTubers or influencers that you learn from that have given you the best tips for social media and all that? Yeah, what are your favorites? Uh, I really like, and I think Megan as well. I really like Vanessa Wu. Yes, I yes. love her. She's amazing. Yeah. I bought her course as well. I almost did too. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I think she's the one of the most fresh voices out there. I'm like, oh my gosh, she is solid. Yes. yes. And Megan got it because she's like doing the coaching and whatnot. So it's more of a coaching course, but there's definitely still like amazing points. Like the 60-40, that's where we actually learned that from with stories. And it's a great idea. She's brilliant. Yes. Love her. Yeah. Half of the course is just about social media and the other half is about coaching. So I still apply the other half of the course to it. I also really like Jasmine Starr. She's another really great one. She's great. Jasmine yeah. Starr. Jasmine's great. Yeah. Vanessa Lou, just real quick. I mean, yeah, she has Instagram. She's really bigger on YouTube. I mean, that's where she blew up. That was like her. In fact, she just hit, I think it was 600,000 followers or whatever. As I saw her on her page. On Instagram, she was showing off. But so I think she, yeah, very, there she is. Vanessa Lu, and it's L-A-U dot co on Instagram. So solid advice. The best stuff I've seen. I, and I've seen a lot of people out there. I mean, I follow and, and, and I'm always like, eh, not really strategic. Just like tips, like ideas. She gives you a little bit more of the strategy, I think, or the way to do things and how to approach things. Like you said, 60-40, like actually giving you things, exactly. principles to work by, not just like, here's a cute tip. Like someone else out there is like Nicole Wong she's more, I feel like just tips, like here's a tip, here's a tip, here's a tip on how to use Instagram or, and she's specifically Instagram and reels. She's not really YouTube. So. Right. I love it. Cause like she gives you the why on why it doesn't work. So you're not just like, okay, it doesn't work, but like why doesn't it work? So it's very educational. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, if you're looking into social media, I'd follow both those. And and we had Jasmine Starr, by the way, speak at LashCon last year. Mm -hmm. Very cool. <laughs> and we're hoping to get her on our podcast. We've been wanting to. Our problem is making time. She's busy. We're busy. And eventually we'll cross paths again. But Jasmine is one of those people who is, I think, really done a lot for people in the social media space. So definitely go follow her. And she's super kind too. I mean, not she pretentious is. or anything. Just really so down, down to earth. Down to earth, normal, normal person. What you, what you hope when you meet someone who you've seen online and think is like a celebrity. <laughs> so. Do you have any books or podcasts that you would recommend or, or courses that you'd recommend when it comes to learning social media or marketing? Yeah, for sure. I mostly read like business books. I don't really read too many marketing books. One podcast I recommend 
my favorite besides Lashcast is a Ready, yeah. Set, Glow. Yes. Yeah, it's Ready, Set, Glow by Mary Hardcore. She interviews the person behind the brands and learns their stories. Some of her episodes have marketing material in it, but you really understand where brands come from. And that's very important when it comes to marketing is understanding where they started, what their goals are, and what their future plans are. Yeah, Mary's is, is not a last podcast. While she came out of the last industry, she's much broader than that. And she has last people on it, but she definitely is going after more of the stories behind the brands, which I think is great. And I think Mary does a really good job. So if you haven't been following that, you should definitely go follow it and make it your number two podcast. Always us first mm-hmm. and then them. So anything else? Or do you have any, like I said, any books or maybe Kelly, you have anything you want to recommend? Yeah. So I have a book. I haven't, I would always started reading it like a day or two ago and it's called You Squared. It's really talking about how to change your mindset and change your performance, benefit your performance and everything. It talks about how you don't need to take these long, crazy strides to become successful. You can like, take short ones, smaller strides, smaller approaches, and still be extremely successful if those small steps are, of course, beneficial. Not just like small steps, barely doing anything, detail-oriented. <laughs> Busy work. Yes. Yeah. So I definitely like it so far. I definitely recommend it. It's great for your mindset. It's super positive. Cool. You like the letter U or is it Y-O-U square? Y-O-U, and then it's a two. Like, At the top. Oh, yeah, the okay. I got it backwards. I, I put U, and I wrote the word square. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> One more I want to recommend. This isn't a book or a podcast, but if you are trying to get into social media, follow Instagram themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, look at their information that they're providing. Because oh. Meta has so many articles that they write on a consistent basis of their updates and how you can get involved and create your own ideas as well. Instagram actually has a page where their CEO comes on Missouri, I think is yeah. Famous. It's great because he literally sits down and says, "This is what we're doing." <laughs> it's like you have to guess, and he now this is the one that I love. I watched it yesterday, and the thing that I, I love because people are, there's always been I think the debate's dying out, but for the longest time the debate was: do you use thirty hashtags or two hashtags, five hashtags or a hundred? You know, like people are trying to figure out how many hashtags is right. Yesterday he <laughs> says, "Guys, don't use thirty hashtags. Use two or three. I mean, this exactly. the guy behind Instagram's telling you, stop it with the 30 hashtags. No one wants 30 hashtags. It's ridiculous. It's ugly. And it's also a little misleading a lot of times because you're just trying to grab anything and anyone to come see you. So he's like, just exactly. use two or three. That's it. Just get your info right from the source, Instagram themselves. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a really important one. So definitely look that up. If you're not following and you want to get information like what's working or what's not working on Instagram, a lot of times it's reactive. I think right after Kylie, he came on. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Had a big explanation trying to explain, guys, hey, 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 don't hate us. You know, we're just trying to make it work here. So, I mean, it's really, really good stuff to watch. And you should definitely put that on one of the people you follow, especially if you want to you know, do well in this platform. One of the things I think people don't know about social media is that there are different hats to wear. There are different positions. Like for instance, with you two guys, Kelly is really building the reels and doing interactions with people. And Megan's really thinking about reels and trying to find fun ideas to get, find and engage new people. But there's so many other roles and all that. So maybe I thought you guys could break down a little bit. What other positions there are and and i'm wondering maybe there's always all these names like you know instagram or marketing manager or social media manager lead editor i don't know you like film it's like you see film credits and you see all these names go by and like i don't know what best boy does i don't know what key grip is i don't know what these things do so maybe we can help demystify a little bit some of the jobs or different positions yeah they're out there for people to consider if they're looking to move into that direction 
Yeah, for sure. So the first recommendation is to pick one platform to start with. If you really like being the face and being very extroverted, maybe TikTok and Instagram is your main platform because that's video and you're going to need to be on camera. Or maybe if you just like being behind the scenes and you know you're really good at writing articles and stuff, maybe Twitter's the place to be because you're always writing copyright. So just kind of find a platform that's going to work for you first. And there's tons of roles within that. You can just be a copywriter for writing the captions. You can just be the video editor. You can just be the influencer or the brand ambassador. There's so many different positions for certain tasks that you can just divide up between and just figure out what works for you. I mean, I guess the bigger the company, the more specific your role is. While if you're with a small company, you wear more hats, right? You do many different jobs. Right. right. Typically to keep ourselves from getting burnout when we do have another client, we'll kind of trade off. So how I do stories for you and Megan does reels, I'll do the posts for the other client and she'll kind of take over stories and everything like that. Just so we're both, of course, getting it, the experience in both and really doing both and seeing how we can better ourselves with it and whatnot. But yes, Definitely. Well, then, Kelly, you're going to have to do a reel sometime for us. Now that I know <laughs> yeah, you're doing it. Now you can't. Yeah. yeah. Cats out of the bag. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to. Or maybe the two of you can, you know, I know they both live, they don't live in the same town anymore. Kelly hated Texas, I guess, and moved to, no, I know that. You just moved away to the East Coast. So you guys are in different time zones and all that. But maybe we can get you two to make a reel going back and forth. That'd be fun. Yeah. We can definitely plan something. Let's all make reels together. Yes. Instead of Kelly, make reels. Yes. <laughs> we can do a, and, yeah, we can make a reel with all of us interacting. And while we live in four, three different time zones, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. And we can work that out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so there's editing, there's copywriting, which I think that's one that a lot of people don't realize that copywriting is a real skill and knowing how to communicate and get ideas across. And there's real ways of writing messaging that works and there's messaging that this is pointless and you're just wasting copy space. So now social media manager, I've heard many different definitions of that. Do you guys, I don't know, maybe there are, maybe it's one of these really kind of catch all phrase that gets many different jobs or, or do you guys have a specific title that you say, this is what a media manager does versus another type of position? Yeah. The way I really take it as well is like running the social media page, engagement, stories, main feed posts, all of that. DMs, if actual to an extent. Crazy DMs we can't answer because of course we are not in the industry, but really just running it and dealing with highlights and making sure everything's running nicely and smoothly. So the social media manager really oversees every aspect of one page. Would you say that they usually would just handle one page or would they handle, if a company had multiple pages, would they handle all their pages or is there just a signed dude like you do this one, this person does that one? Like we have two pages. I right. don't do anything with Lash Conference, but <laughs> we have it. And I often will just take one, put it on Instagram or Lashcast and dump it over there because you guys can't oversee Lashcast. So is that the way a lot uh is set up? I feel like it's just up to the discretion of the company. As far as like LashCon and LashCast, they're so similar where I feel like you could have one person running it. But if you have your business brand and then you have your own personal page, you might want two separate people running that because they aren't exactly the same content. And it really just depends on how much you want to produce too. Like if you only want one post a week on each of them, one person can handle that. But if you're trying to do like 14 posts a week on each platform, you probably need two different people to handle that. Now let's pivot to where now maybe let's put the hat on where the lash artist is sitting there or maybe a salon or a business. Cause I know when we had our, our salon, we really wanted to bring someone in to help us. And we actually had staff, Erica, who used to be on our podcast, actually helped oversee our page back in 20, like 16 or 2015 years ago. And 
when is a good time to consider you need to hire and bring someone else in where you, if you're working and I guess this is hard to say because there may be a million reasons why you should hire, but maybe you could say, when's a good time for people to say, you know what, I need to bring in someone else to help manage my page for me. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's tons of reasons. One reason I would say is if you're in the process of implementing new things in your business, for example, let's say you just started offering colored lashes or you just got a snack cart for your clients. A marketer can really help implement these things in a fun way to keep your audience excited about coming back and actually make those announcements for you. Yeah. And I think the nice thing too, if you go out and you hire someone, you're going to get another mind and their creative mind to help you. An extra brain. Extra brain to help you be more like if your focus is only lashes, you're not going to see things as well. You're just going to be kind of really deep in that. And that's why so many Instagram pages look all the same because they're just worrying about their business and not worrying about social media and marketing. And if you bring in someone else who's that's what they think about, like you guys think about this all the time. You guys can come up with better questions, better perspectives, different reels, different takes on things. I think that help people versus you having to do it all. Plus I just think it's really hard (laughs) if you're working 40 hours, right? Right. And really a great way too, is if you want to build your portfolio, building your portfolio can take some time. Of course, it's really capturing all the pictures. Like if you do it yourself, it's capturing pictures, editing the pictures, captions. It's just like a whole process in itself. So doing that, if you want to gain new clients and you don't really know how to find them, that's a great way. We had a client and she took amazing pictures. She at first did not like them. So we did give her some pointers on how to improve them. And they came out beautifully. They were wonderful. And her page is just gorgeous. Love her page. And that really boosts her confidence and that boosts her confidence in her work too, as well. And her clients see that and they're commenting like, wow, that's great. Love your page. You've done so much with it. And it's just an amazing thing to do. Yeah. And that's another thing you can actually sit along and help them rethink how they're they're presenting themselves online versus if you're just by yourself and you're consulting with yourself, I think it's much more difficult to do that. I think it's really hard to be creative. I think it's hard because really as a lash artist, your focus should be on being a great lash artist. And if you really want to expand your business and all that, you really should bring someone else whose sole job is to think about how can I market you better? How can I get your message out? How can I help you find new people? That to me makes a lot more sense. I would say that's probably one of the strongest traits Megan and I have. We are so different. So we really balance it out. We're total opposites. (laughs) Like we always say if we met in high school or middle school, we would probably never be friends. We have our stuff in common, of course, but we just really balance it. And I'll bring my assets to the table. She brings hers. And it just creates like one ginormous, brilliant idea. So love that. Cool. Now let's move on from, okay, so let's just say someone's like, you know, I can't afford it. I know I can't get into it. I mean, well, actually, maybe we can help them with this. If someone wanted to bring someone in to help them like five, 10 hours a week just to create a couple of posts, maybe create a little bit more engagement so they're not carrying that burden. Do you know what that kind of like the average cost would be for someone to come on and in general in their industry to hire someone to do create a couple of reels or maybe a post or two and do a little engagement? Is there a standard set price for that in our industry? There's really not a set price. I feel like it just depends on the peop- on the person that you find. Like if one person only has maybe two months of experience, you can probably get a cheaper price with them because they don't have that much experience doing it before. Versus if you find somebody who's had five years of experience creating reels, they're going to charge a higher price. Also, if you want to do an influencer, if they're like a well-known influencer, they're going to charge more for a video versus maybe just someone who has a micro influencer with maybe 
10k followers they're probably gonna charge a little bit less than someone with 100k followers but yeah it's is still- there a ballpark like do they say do they need ten thousand dollars a month to have a social media person to help them you really don't i would say maybe hundred dollars minimum but it can go up to 10k if you really want to get fancy with it yeah i mean obviously you go there's big agencies like gary v's company does social media right <laughs> yeah that's that's not going to be cheap but you can probably find someone who like you said maybe is newer or younger and maybe just pay them 100 200 a week or something like that and they could help you build engagement which you know if, if you think about it as a lash artist if you're working and you're making every day three, $400 taking clients and you're doing that five days a week, but you're trying to build and you want to grow or maybe hire staff, spending another 400 $800 a month on social media help that gets your name out there and your community and, and builds your brand, that's only going to take a few clients to pay off. It's not going to be like you have to have thousands of clients and make it worthwhile to break even. Maybe you have three new sets a month and all of a sudden you're like, well, I spent $600 on social media, but I made $800 getting new clients. And by the way, those clients, if they become returning, their life value may be five, ten thousand $10,000 to your company. And you only had to spend, you know, you know, six, 800 or $1,000 a month to get those clients. So it's not crazy. Like I know some people out there be like, I, I can never afford this. I don't think it's as difficult as you think. It's a lot more affordable. And of course, the more higher end, the more expensive or the more uh, more work you ask, the more they're going to cost you. But you maybe want to get someone who just makes two reels for you. I mean, that's all Megan did the first year with us. Exactly. You just did reels for LashCon. That was it. I mean, and I think I had you po- repost stories, which was overwhelming. <laughs> but we had like 10,000 you know, stories out there. But yeah, Luxful Marketing, I mean, we're really customizable with our services. Like we usually create bundles for it and we're willing to work with any budget. We like to have people's backs and we know that they want to get further and maybe they aren't in the position to really afford something super high. So we will work with whatever budget you have. And even if it's just one little step, we'll help you get there. Cool. That's good. And that's, I think, what I liked about when I first came, because I didn't know what I was going to spend. I didn't have no idea what I wanted to do. And then they just said, they you know. Well, it's like when you don't know, you never want to be considered a fool. If you don't, I'm okay with that. If you don't know. So sometimes <laughs> you know, people won't ask. You think, oh, I'm just too small. I don't have enough clout or my budget's not big enough. So it prevents you from asking. But like I always tell my kids, asking is free. And what I love it is that it's a safe environment. And there's a lot of people, I believe, and I don't, this is just a theory. I almost have this idea in my mind that over 50% of our industry just doesn't want to deal with Instagram. I run into people all the time at events and like, Hey, da, da, da. Oh, I didn't know you, you know, what's your page? Like, I don't do anything. I have like three photos of me lashing and that's it. I just don't have time for it. I'm just not, I'm too busy doing other things. So I understand there's a lot of, but some of you who are like that, who are like, well, I just don't have time. Well, that's why Megan and Kelly are here because <laughs> they do have time. They have the time yeah. and they have the talent. And, and if you do want to create a brand, I mean, there's, it depends on what your end game is. Like if you're fully booked right now and you're like, I really don't need new clients and I don't want to hire staff. I don't want to grow a salon. I'm happy as a client. Yeah. You really don't need to do anything. But if you're like, I want to be a trainer, I want to have a product line, or I want to eventually hire staff, I want to raise my prices, increase my awareness, and have more higher demand, or maybe you're just getting going, like I'm only half fully booked. All those are good reasons to finally say, you know what, I need to maybe get some help. And one of the reasons why we bring Megan and Kelly on is because they really will help you. They definitely brought up our engagement. They def- I actually even think they really helped bring up our listenership. I think by, so. You know, people found out about us for the first time when checked out our podcast. And then, you know, here you are. We owe a lot to you guys. You guys yeah. have really helped broaden our horizons. So we really appreciate you. Of course. Yes. That is what we're here for. We love doing it. 
And that's why I love being so diverse with our pricing and able to help custom. One of our clients was like, you know what? Like, I don't know. And I was like, me and Megan were like, okay. Like we didn't offer custom bundles at the time just because we never came to a situation like that. And we talked about it and we're like, you know what? Yeah, like, yeah, like, let's do it because the smallest step can push someone so far. And someone has to start somewhere. Like you, everybody has to start at like step one. Like you can't just be like, okay, small business pay like 10K. That's yeah. kind of crazy. Who has that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with us, I mean, we're a good example. We started back in January one price point and we and then you guys just said well we have more things we could do for him like yeah please because i don't <laughs> have the time to do them in fact i'm getting busier and busier on my end that as much as i love social media i actually would love to make reels i mean i think that'd be if i was born 30 years later i would have been a total youtuber and <laughs> and, and you know want to be influencer i would i would just been been the idiot running in the walls and doing all sorts of dumb things just what for do you mean you would have you still are yeah i still i still do i <laughs> Just don't film them. <laughs> Paul, your audience loves seeing you no matter what. Yeah. Thomas. Well, thank you. They love seeing you on the page. <laughs> yes. No, because that's when stories spike the most too. I'll be like, oh, like, let me go check on stories. And I'm like, okay, like engagement. And then it's like all the DMs. I, I'll get a bunch of DMs and I'm like, okay, let me go look. And I'm like, yeah, Paul posted a video. That's why all the DMs are coming right now. <laughs> yeah. Great. And of course, the biggest, everyone tells me all the time, why isn't Tuss on social media more? That's I the big do one. It. I so, want to do it. I want to. love her. Yes. I want to. I've had quite a few <laughs> other well-known people come up to me and say, Paul, if you don't get Tuss on, I'm going, you know, they're like almost threatening me. <laughs> like I, I want to beat you it. up because you're, they think I'm pushing her off. That's the thing. Everyone thinks Paul is so vain. He doesn't want tussing me around. And I'm like, no, that's not true. It just, for the longest time, you just didn't want to do no, it. No, I need to. It's, <laughs> I don't know. We got to create some kind of a system for me. Like, because yeah. I'm. Get you in the yeah. zone. I'm very challenged. But if we can figure out how to, I mean, honestly, all it is is maybe just checking in with you guys. Or maybe you come to our meetings. Yeah, I'm going to come to the meetings. Yeah, we'll see. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, anyhow, working people, I guess real quick, maybe you can just share a real quick, again, overview of what you guys offer and then where can people find you? So if they want to check in and at least try your services out. So we offer, it's kind of a requirement, hashtag and target audience research for that first month, of course. Setting your page up for success, really narrowing down who you're targeting and whatnot. We offer Instagram Reels and TikTok creation. This includes idea generation, video creating, editing, captions, of course, all of that. Daily story posts and highlights. The story posts kind of just depend on your bundle and everything like that. Audience engagement, liking clients' stories, answering comments, reshares, engaging with potential clients through hashtags and everything like that. Photo editing, helping your clients feel confident in their photos, really getting the best version out there as possible. And then now we offer Facebook advertising. So, hey. Yes, I think that could be huge because a lot of people out there who don't want to take the time to build the following or they just know it's going to take, like they're just starting. They have 500 followers. Like you're not going to have 10,000, 20,000 followers in the next month. So the way you can shortchange that is by paying for paid advertising or, or no, not organic reach, but paid reach, which is by the way, very effective. If you do it well, it can be an amazing Definitely. way to sell trainings, sell your product line out there, whatever you're trying to sell. It can be a wonderful tool. So that's very cool. Megan, do you have anything else you want to add? 
we're always open to new things. I mean, we love learning. We're obsessed with learning. We're always taking courses and stuff like that. So if there's a service that you think would be good for your business, we are so down to help you and test it out for the first time. Very cool. When we first launched, we had maybe 15 services and we were like, okay, we kind of started narrowing down. Like, okay. This one isn't going to work because X, Y, Z, but yes, like Megan said, we're always open. Yes. We were taking on like rebranding and just a whole bunch of stuff. And we're like, okay, we're going to leave this to the rebranding experts. Yeah. <laughs> really? When it comes to marketing, it's, it, you can niche down. Copywriting itself is art and skill. Just that learning how to write. Exactly. Graphic design, by the way, just a lot of people who graphic design, that's all they do. So social media takes all these things and there's many layers to it. So there's a lot of skills. So you can pick one or you can become a journalist and do a lot of them. And, and you can still do well once you get going, once you get the hang of it, hang of it, like you two guys do. So that's very cool. Where can people find you? You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Luxful Marketing, L-U-X-F-U-L. You can also email us at contact at luxfulmarketing.com if you want to reach us personally. And yeah, that's where we're at. Awesome. Very, very cool. So hopefully if you guys have liked what they've done on our page, definitely give them a call. Their prices are very reasonable and they're really fun. But anyhow, guys, thanks so much for coming out here. We'll probably eventually bring you back on. Maybe next year we'll have you come back and talk some more shop about, maybe we can go more into what I love to talk about with you guys because as you guys are building up a wealth of experience, interacting and building content. You guys are learning what works and what doesn't work, what's effective, what are the probably the do nots that you shouldn't be doing on social media. It'd be really fun to sit down with you guys and kind of pick your brains on that maybe on there another time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us on. We're excited to see you at LashCon. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. They will both be there. So you guys come say hi and give them a hug and take a picture with them, put on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, so. we'll, we'll put you on the Lashcon page. That's right. Yes. There we go. That's how you get on the Lashcon page. Come meet our actual social media people, and then you you get a head, uh, you know a leg up on everyone else. That'd be very cool. Megan has more of the face, and no one really knows what I look like since I am on stories. I'm like, yeah, it's me. Yeah, but we <laughs> got that's what we got to have a real. Kelly, we yes. got to do a real with you, and feel like, oh, there's the other half. There's Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. Be cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Hey guys, guess what? That's a wrap. We are done. We are out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review and get your virtual ticket today. Don't wait. Don't delay. Prices keep going up. And at some point, they won't be on sale anymore. And you have to wait till 2023. And then aren't you going to feel dumb? So go buy your LashCon ticket today. On behalf of my Lash Pretzel Tusney, as well as our special guest, Megan and Kelly, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry.